0: Yes, please.
1: There you are. All right. Hello, and Hi. welcome. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're ready to jump in, <laughs> and that's what I get. <laughs> feet first. Hello. Pete Rose style. No way, yeah. <laughs> Pete Rose style. <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: would not be feet first. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're driving head first into, like, what, first base? <laughs> um. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Um, I've gone head first into second base before. He'll you know, <laughs> motorboat.
0: Yeah, usually it's from the back door, though. Well, that, that'd be third base, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> the back door is third base. <laughs> what would third base be? Like, so you're like, know. I'm rounded second, going to third? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but you like taking that long, <laughs> a long way around to third.
0: Exactly. So,
2: um, it's like the reverse reach around. <laughs>
0: you know, it's weird. From what I've heard... Um, on other podcasts, I mean, I haven't heard it. Thank God I haven't heard it from anybody in my family. But, uh, from what I've heard in other podcasts, apparently eating ass is a real normal thing now, really. Yeah, among the young people. Wow, it's almost it's almost expected, it's almost as normal as just your typical oral.
1: At this really, point.
0: that's what I've heard. Yeah, I, now I, I'm i sure it's overblown a little bit, uh-huh. but I think that it's far more common than what, uh, Really? It ever was in our day
2: <laughs> i just can't imagine a scenario in which i'd want to be either a party involved in that process yeah, neither can i i mean it's uh
3: well most of the people that you would ever want back down there would be people you'd want to kiss anyway and why would you want I, to kiss them afterwards why I wouldn't want anybody <laughs> back
2: down
0: there you no know i'm saying like like i'm self-conscious be... enough about the front <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> <like I'm saying laughs> the back,
3: people you'd be intimate with <clears throat>
0: Gen- uh, oh, you just mean who you even want down in the heterogeneous zone. Yes.
2: Um yeah. I don't know. Like i I cut the youth quite a bit of slack. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh let them have their avocado toast. It don't <laughs> hurt me. <laughs> but this is this is this is too far, Gen Y. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. And maybe like I said, maybe it's inaccurate, but um like I said, I've heard it from multiple places really? that it's a uh a Far more common thing than it ever was for any prior generation. I, I blame the internet, you know. Oh, okay. So, is this part of the show? And I, I mean, at this point, I feel like I should leave it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and maybe if anybody has any. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, feel th- free to weigh in, kids. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if
0: you're out there and you happen to be able to confirm or deny whether <laughs> the young people of the day are uh, actively tossing salads, by all means. Exactly.
2: Um, You're just waiting for that golden opportunity to comment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, by all means, this
0: could be your time to shine. Exactly. um, This is my
3: wheelhouse right here.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because you will not get another chance until about episode six when Blanche gets really adventurous.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've talked a little bit of politics. We've talked a little bit of pandemic, but I would definitely say this is our most touchy subject so far. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. But uh, anyways, so uh, I'll try to go ahead and launch this again. Hello and (laughs) welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice, the Golden Girls podcast. I am Alan and joined, as you've heard, by Brent and Ski. Yo, yo. And today, as we are nearing the end of season two, we're going to go over episode 25, A Piece of Cake. Uh, Normal format, of course, today with Ski recapping and... Favorite lines and MVPs and ratings and all, all the good stuff. All that stuff, stuff yeah. yeah. exactly. So with that, I'll uh, hand it over to Ski to start yeah. off our recap. No
3: more about tossing salads? <laughs> uh, well, like I said, the
0: the listeners, uh, by all means, <laughs> tweet us at uh, Sophia's Choice Podcast. I think it's at Sophia's Choice PC, um, is, but I think you can find us either way. Uh, check us on our Facebook page or um, send us a direct message through Podbean or wherever and let oh. us know if the salad tossing is uh <laughs> is a common occurrence now for the under-30 set. Did we get any mail this week? Uh, Yeah, we actually did. Um, A while back... But not the one. What's that? I don't want to talk about that one. No. (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) 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 Then aside from that, no, there was no... You no mentioned
2: mail. that, then we got, you know, nine freeloaders just <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's time.
0: <laughs> well, I, you did specify 24 hours after the episode dropped um, is uh, okay. when it would have to be mentioned. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did? Yeah, yeah. That was part of your stipulation when you first brought it up. Oh, like first 10 within 24 hours? Yeah, something like that. Really? It, yeah, so we're well beyond the 24 hours, but... Oh, cool. Yeah, then mention it. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so a while back, you had mentioned that when you would... Uh, say the number 37, that you would send a, a prize out to the person who, the first 10 people who commented about it in 24 hours, yes. only one person caught it when you uh-huh. finally did say the number 37, and yes. that was one of our MVP listeners, Numi. <laughs> one so, of,
2: it's our only one. <laughs> well,
0: I think Sherry's an MVP listener also. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I think there are definitely a few others that listen regularly, yeah. although they don't comment. Yes. So yes. so you Hopefully can't get the MVP title. Out there. I hope so too. Um, I hope We haven't lost any regulars hope amy comes back yeah uh maybe someday hi she is a busy woman yeah uh, and so i, I think it. that's She's probably got, what, more two, three jobs now yeah three jobs that she works and I, I don't know i i can't imagine that uh she has all that much downtime gotcha. to pop in a podcast mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, one of the jobs she does is working as like an assistant director for a daycare gotcha um, you don't she, think
3: they display this during the daycare right yeah <laughs> i don't think she
0: has a lot of opportunity like yeah. with me i have a certain portion of my job is somewhat mindless work, yeah. um, and so I will listen to podcasts yeah. while while I'm doing that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think for her it's yeah. she works there, Starbucks, and uh, doing like watching children during church service gotcha. uh, for my cousin's church. Gotcha. Um, so well, then,
3: surely they can talk about it during church, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> well it's,
2: it's one of those things that it's, it's finding you know the 75 minutes to listen to the episode plus 30 minutes to watch the episode. Yeah. So you're up to two hours a week to find, and that's rough. Yeah. I get
0: it. I do wonder. I wonder how many people like because I know you know Sherry listens regularly, but I don't <laughs> think she watches the episodes prior to listening. Does uh, she
2: watch them with you when you're getting ready to? For no, quig?
0: I typically am sitting at a laptop when I watch it so that I can gotcha. pause and take notes and research little things that come up. Gotcha. Um, so no, she doesn't typically ever watch them with me either. But, okay. Um, cool. But yeah, I don't think there's been a handful of times where I've just watched on the regular TV, and and mm-hmm. she'll watch those, of course. But yeah. um, so so then I if you'd like i can go ahead and and mention to you yeah just was, give the highlight reel of it okay so yeah so like i said anumi did notice um sent us her address and she'll be getting the prize by the time this goes out she should definitely have it yeah theoretically. because this wouldn't be until mid-january and we're recording
2: this here and yeah yeah it's going in the mail on monday i just need the two of you to help me out with something this evening so. awesome we definitely will um excellent but uh
0: so i'll read you the message real quick um so uh, she said, uh, "Hi, Alan, Ski, and Brent, but mostly Alan because you're the one always writing me back." And a couple Alan, of Alan controls our social
2: media empire. Yeah, nobody else has access. So <laughs> if you wonder why it's
0: so lackluster in general, well, <laughs> then, yeah, I'm the one who typically does it. But uh, I've offered both these guys the opportunity to take over the social media, and neither of them have stepped up. I, I've always thought maybe Ski's wife would. Um,
3: she would be a good one. We should force that on her. Yeah, I mean, I think she's probably willing. <laughs>
0: I, I worry that's a little a bit about the yeah. content she would put out.
3: Uh, um, that's, agreed. A, that's a valid. <laughs> so. Now that you say that that is a concern. So.
2: Agreed. I don't mind discussing ass to mouth, but I don't want somebody else discussing it on my behalf. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, um, but she, she brought up that
0: how another you know, level, right?
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: So back to Numi's message, though. Yes. She, she mentioned. She said about how you had said you would send something out to the first ten people. Yeah. Um, and uh, she said hi, you finally mentioned number seven and in the same breath as Enterprise. So apparently, uh, Star or 37, graphics. I should say. Yep. Um, and she said, shes a, I guess she's a huge Trekkie mm-hmm. uh, making her way through Voyager for the seventh time. Nice. And uh, when this is finished, she's going to rewatch DS9, which, nice. are you a big Trekkie? So
2: I've seen all 13 movies, and I give you an opinion on all of them. Okay. As far as the original series goes, I've seen about 80% of the episodes, and that was actually the next thing. Um, Once I finished with Doctor Who, I was going to go back and just rewatch all of the original series as well as all of the movies and then make a decision if I wanted to watch the next generation Mm -hmm. because I've only seen maybe 10% of those episodes. Um, But as far as the others, the Deep Space Nine or any of them, I've not seen any of them but I, the new one, Discovery, mm-hmm. is that um, I want to watch that. And then I almost picked up Picard just because I wanted to see that.
0: Now, is Discovery the animated one?
2: No, that's uh, Below Deck, I think. I've heard really good things about the <laughs> animated one that it's a really good mix yeah. of humor and fan service. Um, um, Discovery has a, it's another one with a young Spock, okay. but he's just a peripheral character, ditto know. a young Pike. Um, but I will say that obviously you know my first loves. you know star wars star treks two three and four um that little trilogy i think is just one of the greatest sci-fi epics of all time mm-hmm. like i would definitely put it like in the top three of my favorite like little sci-fi stories okay. so very nice yeah i've seen a handful of the movies mm-hmm. i've seen
0: i don't know maybe 20 percent of the yeah. original series and i think i've seen all or at least the vast majority of the next generation and yeah. i love the next generation yeah um now, I have not watched any of the series since then, but yeah. I thought The Next Generation was great. And yeah. what about Jewski?
3: Um, I like Star Trek quite a bit. I'm kind of on the uh, same wavelength as Brent as far as Star Wars being my mm-hmm. predominantly oh, well, favorite. Yeah. yeah. But watching the original series, I've probably. You said you probably watched about 80%? I think so, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what percentage I've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I've seen a lot of them on reruns and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was. You didn't I was, watch them
0: when they originally aired?
3: No, probably not. (laughs) Probably not. I'm I'm guessing not. When when did the original series end? Uh,
2: 66, 67. Was it? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was pre-ski. Yeah. Um, Oh, good. I was just going to say, yeah, as far as like the movies, I think that's a solid franchise. I mean, they've had a few clunkers, but any series that has, you know, 13 films is going to have that. But 2, 3, 4, my my ranking would be 2, 3, 4, 6, 1, 5, 8, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, I guess.
0: Okay. Very so.
2: nice. Uh, I, I won't remember that, but I guess I have a report <laughs> now, so
0: if I really want to find out, yeah. I can just, you know, <laughs> run it back. Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: so. If you ever given a choice between two Star Trek movies, always go with the odd-numbered one over the even-numbered one. That's a good rule of thumb. So, um, so then...
0: Just to get back to the message that was <laughs> I, <laughs> I replied. Um, I didn't. I honestly didn't realize the number thirty-seven had even been said, and that I'd let you know to, you know, send the prize right out and mention that I love Star Trek: The Next Generation, but mm-hmm. hadn't seen the others, mm-hmm. and and that she was one of our MVP listeners. Yes, and she replied back. Am I the only one commenting on the number thirty-seven? Um, not Prince is my idol, uh, and then she mentioned some other of her uh, Star Trek you know, watching history as well. Cool. And then she also found it hilarious that I didn't even realize <laughs> that you had said the number, but apparently you did. Cause you've been asking for the last few episodes. If yeah. anybody commented, <laughs> I so. didn't know when
2: it drop and And I'm still not entirely convinced that cause I've mentioned it. And then I thought, well, surely that episode is aired, but maybe I was wrong or whatever. So I think I've mentioned it twice more since then. Mm. So she may have caught like the second or third time I dropped yeah. it. Who knows? You never
0: know. If you or, or maybe she did catch the first and someone else catches the second or third, we could end up having another winner before this, this yeah. episode of recording now would air. Yeah. So who knows? But That's, um yeah. But we're certainly glad that me you know, like, exactly certainly a solid catch. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs>
3: exactly.
0: So well, yeah, Sherry didn't realize you dropped it either, so, oh, yeah. and I know she's listened to all the episodes. Cool. So, Anyways, but uh, so I think that's all the new messages we have, though, for today. Cool. So, Sweet. But uh, if anything new comes in. Oh, we did get another five-star rating on iTunes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um,
2: do we know who did that?
0: Nope, they didn't leave a comment or
2: anything. So it doesn't give, like, their user ID or something like no, that?
0: No, I think that's p- the only reason. I won't say the only reason. Part of the reason that... Sh- we don't see more. So I think you have to be logged in gotcha. to it. Like, whereas I think you can just go to iTunes without being logged in specifically. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe you have to have it, uh, logged into whatever service, but gotcha. either way, um, no, it does not say who put the, uh, the rating. It'll only
2: tell you if someone makes a comment. Okay. So I will just
1: assume
0: that
2: was a uh, A2M fan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh,
0: so now, with that, do we have our bases covered? And can I think so? Okay,
2: I just like to know that somebody's out there listening. Yeah. So between like the ratings you gave me earlier, uh, on Nielsen's, and
1: <laughs> the fact yeah. that we got mail, yeah, overall
2: yeah. thing, we're um, just you know
0: to, for some context, to anybody, uh, we're what December fifth today. Yes. In our real lives, but this will be airing, or you know, airing whatever you want to call it, um,
2: end of January. Or yeah, so?
0: dropping. Yeah, right around the end of January. Um,
2: Happy Chinese New Year. (laughs) Year of the Ox.
0: (laughs) Well, January 29th is my birthday, so this will be pretty close to that. Um, And and in real, in our current life, we just passed Ski's birthday, Mm -hmm. and yours was a few weeks back. So Thanksgiving week was a low week for us as far Mm -hmm. as our uh, number of listens. You figure that it was... Um, obviously Thanksgiving takes a lot there's a lot of elections stu- no, a lot of election stuff going mm-hmm. on still you know, there's plenty of reasons why people would have other things but yeah. this current week we're in right now bounced back nicely nice. and you know right now we're on average hitting in the ballpark of about 100 listens per week Yay. so you know Makes hopefully, me happy. yeah me too. So, uh, Super
3: famous is what you're saying. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, I know like the Conan O'Brien uh, Needs a Friend, I think is probably in seven figures.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're, you know, pushing towards triple digits. Woo! Uh, mm-hmm. I know our friend James one time was oh, bragging about his father's <laughs> salary. And so this dad makes almost three figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, which was definitely... Uh, he took a lot of harassment for that for exactly. years. He was in the 90s. <laughs> so. Three figures. Like, two of them to the right Almost. of the decimal point. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, yeah. Not quite three figures yet. He's yeah. not in that $100 range quite yet.
3: He made $98 last year. <laughs> yeah,
0: You know
2: who you're talking
3: to?
0: I mean, if you were like working in a Chinese sweatshop, then maybe that'd be all right. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, anyways, all right. Is there so.
2: good money in manufacturing Chinese sweat?
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I imagine there's a market. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but as far as the depends actual on, wage, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I would say it been entirely upon the Chinese person that's sweating. Oh. If it's yeah. like a little, uh, like a anime schoolgirl, probably higher value. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha.
2: But if it's just Samuel Hung's nutsack, probably
3: not. <laughs> I'm guessing lower, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's
0: funny that you think his name's Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> Right. i think there's a lot of samuels running around <laughs> in chinese uh, factories <laughs> I, I don't know i could be wrong but you don't see a lot of you know typically chinese names yeah. running around here in the u.s <laughs> so I, I doubt that there's a whole lot of uh, typically you know english yeah <laughs> western um, names so
2: just as a side note, um, so what I was trying to say was Sammo
0: oh, okay.
1: Hung,
2: but the fact that you said Sam, you thought I said Samuel is just <laughs> such a better name. So going forward, I will just refer to him as Samuel Hung. Oh, for all the times it comes <laughs> up. Exactly. Exactly. Whenever
0: you need to talk about a man's nut sweat, it'll be Samuel <laughs> exactly, Hung. Exactly.
2: Normally when I need a formal Asian name, I go with William Hung, uh-huh. <laughs> but now it's going to be Samuel Very Hung. Very nice. Yeah, I'll definitely have the new to... president
3: has been set. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Oh, dude! So, um, a, a mutual acquaintance that you and I have actually—he had a birthday a few weeks back, and like his little treat to himself, um, he had a uh, William Hung record him a little video message oh, really? um, and sing happy birthday to him. And it was like I want to say it only cost like twenty dollars, <laughs> and like. Um, william hung was giving half of that to charity or something like that and he's like oh i can get a happy birthday song from william hung why not yeah. <laughs> 20 dollars well spent yeah for 20
0: bucks that's a, a yeah a bargain for anybody of Nash. Exactly. you know i mean if someone wanted us to sing happy birthday you'd probably do it for like two bucks and oh. that'd be three for the price of two <laughs> i will i will not be singing on this bitch <laughs> <laughs> you will not sing for someone for a no body.
2: absolutely not no. happy
0: birthday i mean that's like the most basic now granted I think that is a heavily copyrighted song it is <laughs> so,
2: mildred and patty hill
0: yeah <laughs> wrote that one yeah but um i don't know if some okay if someone wants ski and i to sing for them for money <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've never even done karaoke uh, you know neither have i ski has definitely done karaoke I have, though. Uh, yeah ski. i've
3: done karaoke with you though i thought
0: um i didn't sing oh, okay uh, i've been to karaoke with you but i didn't partake so.
3: I didn't sing karaoke well. I mean, I, I will sing. he has
0: got a pretty decent singing voice. I yeah. don't know
3: that that's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you sing, though, Brent. So I Mm-mm. guess, you know. I
2: have not. Uh, these golden pipes have stayed hidden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for your day to take the world by storm. <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. This
3: William Hung moment. Right. <laughs>
2: exactly. So I can get drunk enough to <laughs> start <laughs> freestyling my rap.
3: Now, before we go too far, William Hung. Yes. I don't. Is that the guy from uh, uh, American Idol? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She bangs. He's the one who sang yes. she bangs okay. the song. Because yeah. I never watched the show, but yeah. I, I recognized <laughs> the name. I was like, I think I know it's, the name. It is. I want to make sure I'm not thinking of something else. Yeah.
2: Has he popped up on your Arrested Development yet?
3: Uh, no, not yet. Okay.
2: Um,
0: yeah, we're still in season one gotcha. at this point. So, uh, we did just recently have oh, there was someone of note. Oh, uh, Griff. Um, who? From uh, Mandalorian the uh isn't his name Griff in Mandalorian? The black guy who's friend who's uh, the head of the guild. Carl Weathers? Yeah, Carl Weathers. But uh-huh. what's his name on the Mandalorian?
2: Oh, I don't know. Grogu.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: anyway, we've <laughs> well, gotten I to the episodes no idea
3: what with you you talking about
1: now. Carl, do you know who Carl gotcha. Weathers is? Well, yes. Yeah, and that okay. was the thing like I so couldn't he remember the popped name. up on that
2: and it was so hard to take him serious. Yeah. You know because between, you know, arrested development and he's like you get a refill on your drink, and it could be a different <laughs> flavor, <laughs> you know? Like, I was thinking of that and freaking Happy Gilmore. Mm. Like, it was really hard to take him seriously again. <laughs> so,
0: Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Happy Gilmore. Um, yeah, but he's he's popped up on it at this point. Gotcha. So. gotcha. Anyway, so. so now we're about 20 minutes in. So, okay. Ski,
2: do you want to kick off the recap? <laughs> <laughs> no better time to start. Yeah, I like to get some funny right in up front.
0: Honestly, this is probably going to be the best twenty minutes of the episode. Exactly um, <laughs> through no fault of Skis. No, no, Skis, skis recaps are always solid, but mm-hmm. um, you know it's kind of it gets a little more procedural once we get how, into how the recaps. How can one
3: really follow? You know, talking about butt sex mm. or oral butt sex, <laughs> yeah. and then you know, Star Trek just and... sullies the word sex <laughs> to even <laughs> to even say that that is a sexual act. <laughs>
2: it's kind of just disgusting in, in a lot of ways it's like saying it's like saying molestation is sex <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: a solid point that's, that's, that's a strong stance <laughs> exactly yeah. Those Gen wires are going to be real mad at you, though. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely
0: took things in a much darker, <laughs> darker direction. We went from, you know, laughing about people eating out buttholes to <laughs> discussing whether or not molestation sullies sex.
3: Anyway, season two, episode 25. Right.
2: Should we have saved the molestation jokes for the Mr. Haha segment? Probably, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was a little disappointed, um, Ski will get into it here in just a moment, but I think this is our first anthology that you're not doing the recap for. Yeah. I noticed that was yeah. So, yeah.
2: yeah. So uh, are these all new vignettes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they are. <laughs> I
0: hope you didn't go searching once again through to find
2: it. I just assumed that they were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so far, they have not had an actual clip show gotcha. yet, so we'll have to wait
2: and see if that happens in season three. Gotcha. I think that's the one where uh, Sophia becomes a New Orleans sheriff. Ah. <laughs> it's always a good one, yeah. yeah. All
3: kinds she's of. She's uh, taking a friend. Right. <laughs> Madcap, you know. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Fat uh, Tuesday fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Her sidekick's Mr. Yoshido, <laughs> whatever his name was. Tashira, I think it is. <laughs> Tashira, it? Sounds yeah. Great. Exactly. So we're just naming off soy sauces. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) So, episode title was A Piece of Cake. The original air date was May 9th, 1987. Uh, This one was written by a lot of people because, as he said, it was uh, kind of a vignette style show. (laughs) Kathy Spear, Terry Grossman, Mort Nathan, and Barry Mm Finero. And directed by Mr. Terry Hughes. Nice. Uh, We kind of opened in the kitchen. We see uh, Blanche is arranging an hors d'oeuvre plate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dorothy enters, asking if it's almost done, uh, but she still has a bit to do, apparently. Uh, Then Rose enters, giggling and showing Dorothy a funny-looking balloon animal with whiskers she named Scotty. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
3: Of course, she was supposed to be finishing decorations in the uh, front room and kind of got sidetracked. Dorothy being upset, abruptly pops the balloon, telling Rose that now she can call it garbage.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that line. Um, I also was impressed by Dorothy's balloon-popping prowess. Immediate. Yeah, yeah she I mean, barely she had touched like it. like, a tack in her hand or something. I, I, was, I
3: think maybe that's how they did it in the show, but yeah. Oh, well, yeah.
0: But it was uh, it was impressively quick and easy that she destroyed Dor- or Rose's creation. Maybe
3: it was really very full. Like, uh, yeah, it was like a tiny thin. balloon, really, but she had just it pushed taut. it to its max. yeah. <laughs>
2: I just assume that, you know, since it was Miami in the 80s, she used her Coke nail. Uh.
0: (laughs) There
3: you go, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that left uh, poor Rose with a very sad look on her face. Uh, But Dorothy then tells Rose to go ahead and help Blanche with the hors d'oeuvres. They are preparing to bring the snacks into the living room, and Dorothy goes to get the cake but cannot find it. And then she asks Rose and, you know, her mother, you know, if they knew where it was, but neither of them had seen it yet. Uh, This is a problem since apparently Sophia was the one that was supposed to bake the cake.
0: (laughs) Right. Now, I thought it was weird. Now, granted, I guess Sophia is making it from scratch, and my cake-making prowess exists purely in box form. (laughs) Um, And and with that, it's like, yeah, there's some time to preheat the oven, and then you have to bake it. But it's usually like 30 minutes, so in 45 minutes, you could definitely have a cake done. See, I don't think so. So, well, I mean, again, if you're making it from scratch, I, I would say not. But I think... Like, if it's Duncan Hines, um, yeah. then you can definitely get a cake done in 45
2: minutes. No, because, I mean, it's going to need 25 minutes to cool enough to put icing on it. Ah, you don't have to let it go that long. Oh, yeah, you do. It'll rip the hell out of that thing if you try to ice it too soon.
0: <laughs> Listen, um, we'll go up right now and make a cake. And we'll see how long we have to wait for. Half the cake will let cool for... What mm-hmm. 25 minutes and the other half will look cool for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and we'll see um, how much more ripped up one side is <laughs> than the other. <laughs> the key is just a thick coating of icing so that you can just coat over the part that is ripped up yeah. off the top. But
3: then it's imperfect. Oh, life is such. <laughs> 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 the cake shouldn't be. Some people like the uh, ratio to be like 40% icing, 60 <laughs> right. Just
0: use cool whip as the topping.
3: <laughs> it's impossible to mess and up, right? you can right? just
0: smear it on top. Um, yeah.
3: It cools it faster, right? Okay, you're probably cool right.
0: Whip. 45 would be, because even just letting have the 10 minutes plus the time to preheat, yeah, you'd probably need about an hour mm-hmm. at least, um, even if even if you're not
2: letting it cool quite as long as you're
0: suggesting. Yeah. So. so
3: Sophia solidly disagrees with that timeline.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's also a self-imposed deadline, as we find out. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Like, I mean, they make up a lot of lies during this. Why didn't one of them just make up the lie, she called, she's going to be an hour late. Right. Well,
1: and also the
0: fact that, okay, this is a cake that you're making. For a party, generally you don't start a birthday party with the cake. It's not like, oh, mm-hmm. everybody get the cake on right now as you walk in exactly. the door. So even under the circumstances, the pretense of it, yeah, you could still be like, Oh, the cake's not quite done yet, but it's in the oven. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Or it's cooling and we're gonna well, ice while, it.
3: While you guys have fun out here, I'm gonna go ice it real fast. Right, yeah. yeah. So
0: I mean I've definitely had parties where we've thrown that for one reason or another we were finishing up an aspect of it, whether mm-hmm. it be food or you know, possibly a cake or yeah. Whatever, um, that certainly happened at some point, mm-hmm. and it didn't ruin the party. So exactly, yeah. but
1: I don't know.
3: Well, yeah, along those uh, lines, Sophia, you know, asks uh, or she enters asking when uh, the birthday girl is going to arrive, and Dorothy responds that Roberta is supposed to be there at two o'clock. Uh, and then they prepare to bring the oh sorry, let's get that line. She was telling them they are supposed to be there, too. And then they start bringing the stuff to the uh, room. And then they say, oh, the cake's not done. Uh, And then Sophia, you know, obviously Sophia's supposed to make it. So she gets up to go do so. And uh, I think she says
0: that in 45 minutes, um, she can bake two cakes and knit you a sweater. Yes. So
2: impressive woman. She had an extra 15 minutes. She could also do a pedigree and make love.
3: (laughs) So we know, yeah. Uh, Sophia, you know, goes ahead and starts up though, and uh, Dorothy asks uh, Dorothy and Rose sit at the table. Rose then mentions that you know she hopes Sophia can uh, finish in preparing time because you know it isn't a good party without a cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy then remembers a specific birthday in which uh, there were three cakes, but the, the party wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she starts uh, talking about a, a surprise party Rose tried to throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Sophia was still living at Shady Pines. Yeah. Sophia corrects her, you know, saying, call it the home, the home. (laughs) Uh, then we flash back, actually. We see Dorothy, Blanche, and Rose sitting in a children's restaurant with balloons and a clown-type decor. Right. (laughs) And, of course, uh, most of the table, we see a lot of children. (laughs) Uh, A brightly colored clown is enthusiastically singing Happy Birthday from a stage. Uh, Dorothy does not look too excited, however. Uh, They are apparently at a place called Mr. Ha Ha's Hot Dog Hacienda.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll get into it a little bit, but, you know, that's Rose's idea, apparently, was the Hacienda, um, based on commercials she saw. And I don't know. Like, I, I think... I think that it's a big stretch to be like, yeah, I thought this place seemed fun, even for yeah. someone who's a little flighty, although Rose does appear to be having a fantastic time she the does. entire time. So <laughs> I guess...
3: Frequent smiles. Yeah, yeah.
0: From the perspective of, like, this looks really fun to me, so maybe yeah. someone else will think it's fun, too. Um, yeah. But it definitely shows a little obliviousness to Dorothy. I would
3: say her uh, range of interests and Dorothy's do not overlap significantly No, sometimes. no,
0: certainly not. Um, but...
3: Especially in uh, the the realm of entertainment, I think.
0: Right yeah, maybe men occasionally it'll overlap them, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, not not necessarily in entertainment.
3: Well the clown finishes his little you know, song goes for a break. Uh, Rose at this point notices that Dorothy hasn't even touched her, Mr. Ha ha dog. Real quick So I think it's the first song that he sings that
2: he mentions like the hot dogs $1.79 without a drink. Yes, yeah. the like, whole
3: time he's trying to sell everything. I noticed that. <laughs> I just love that so much. <laughs> yeah, it so, is great The like, solid prices, though, really.
0: <laughs> they're already there. Like, yeah. aren't they? Like, do you really need to be advertising the food while they're. Exactly. I, I get a little later, he also, I think, ABC, mentions I a, a dessert closing. price. Uh-huh, yeah. And that one makes a little more sense because he figures. Yeah. But
3: not, not everybody p- gets dessert. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But I'd say everybody's getting some food. I can't imagine the kids, like, oh, uh-huh. I came here just to watch the
2: show but oh, yeah. i might as well get a dog well yeah i mean the three goldens all have a hot dog in front of them yeah uh now i know blanche has the long because it's just a predilection of hers but i don't know <laughs> if that costs more than the dollar 79 or yeah
0: well and they all do have a beverage i believe so exactly you know, they're really going all out exactly the 32 ounce cherry buster yeah <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds like something that you would uh, nickname cherry your uh... buster, <laughs> twelve-inch foot, foot hot, dog. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking the thirty-two-ounce cherry buster. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, yeah. a two-pound schlong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That seems like it'd be unpleasant for <laughs> both parties. <but laughs> You'd have a lot to carry around, and your companion would have a lot to handle.
2: As as long as it's a grower, not a shower.
0: It's it's fine for the carrier. Well, if it's a grower, then you're going to really need to, like, load up on your sugars and whatnot. It'd be like if you win gay gave blood without (laughs) eating beforehand. about. Well, because it would take a lot of blood out of your body to pump it through a two foot or two uh, two pound, <laughs> like you'd probably pass out every time you got an erection. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to have a. a heart the size of the Grinch's after it grows four times too big in order to pump enough blood through your body to keep that going. God forbid you ever accidentally ate a Viagra, you would definitely die.
3: Well, unless you need like two or three Viagra for that one. I
0: mean, maybe, but...
2: See, I'm just sort of I'm imagining a scenario where... You're like, ooh, it's time for love. And then you, like, blow on your thumb <laughs> and inflate it. Ah, uh, so, so yours is a <laughs> medically um, <laughs> created... Exactly, just a catheter running from thumbnail to <laughs> cock end.
1: You know, I guarantee
0: if, if they could make something like that where, you know, the the penis still had, you know, it's... Feelings and sensations <laughs> and whatnot and work properly. Uh-huh. That'd be a, a huge industry. <laughs> uh, there'd be a lot of people that would line up for that surgery. <laughs> You'd be seeing everybody walking around with a little, you know, straw um, sticking out of their thumb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a tire mall on a <laughs> Right. <laughs> be like, oh, it looks like he's had the surgery.
2: Exactly. So, so what if that's the price you pay, though? It's like okay, you know, you can get your two pounds long. <laughs> However, you lose your opposable thumb. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: look at Ski. Ski has a tiny baby thumb. He'd do it in a second. <laughs> He's barely
2: losing anything. Exactly. Uh-oh. He's like, I can't open a jar of mustard, anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah Ski, Ski's younger brother stabbed him in the hand when he was a boy, and it caused yeah,
3: like eleven or something. Yeah, 11? and it, it
0: caused one of his uh, arms to not. It looks normal to anybody looking at it, but his one thumb is a little bit juvenile. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, so. <laughs> it the growth plate, yeah. Yeah, and so it's uh, that that's what we're referring to. He just has one <laughs> thumb that looks younger than the rest of his body. So, Which one is it?
2: The left or the right? That's your left. It's not oh, like. Oh, wow. look at that. When you compare the two to
0: each other, uh-huh. you can definitely tell the difference. But it's not something where, like, if he's walking, you're like, "What the hell yeah. wrong with that dude's
2: thumb?" Yeah. <laughs> you, so it's your left. So are you right handed or left? Yeah, I'm right handed. Okay, but like,
3: uh, no one else can see it, obviously. But like, if you look, yeah, the uh, the muscle in my left thumb all died on this side, gotcha. right where the thumb pad is. Gotcha.
2: So which hand do you wipe your ass with?
3: Both. I'm ambidextrous there. Really?
2: <laughs> see, because I always use my right hand.
0: I think I always use my right hand also.
2: And so I assumed you would as well. But if you got that (laughs) smaller thumb on the left... It seems like that's Stuck where it you would do right exactly, that what you think? <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't think is the thumb that active of a part of your wiping. I mean, it, it holds part of the
0: paper, but oh <laughs> my had god, a lot, no.
3: of, uh, <laughs> a oh, lot of, no. of butt talk here.
2: <laughs> no, no, like my right thumb, like I nicknamed it Scoopy long, <laughs> long time so is ago. So that why you
0: keep your your nails so trim, <laughs> just so that yeah, you exactly. know If you happen to break through that paper, you don't get too much underneath. Exactly. <laughs> no one irritate it. Yeah, that, right, that yeah. no one
2: scratches down there. I exactly. I plow the
1: earth. I just.
2: <laughs>
0: well man it seems like if you're so uh thorough that you'd be a lot more open to someone getting the tongue back there but no, absolutely not
2: because i think there's like professional grade equipment you can use and mm-hmm. everything for back there and i don't do any of that oh okay you know i'm an amateur <laughs> <laughs> i've
0: never had professional work done yeah i can't say that i've ever used any equipment um, yeah to- exactly to sanitize my nethers. Mm-hmm. But. We've discussed getting a bidet. Not you and I, but me and my <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of starting to wonder when was that conversation. Exactly. But I'm not not doubting the veracity. <laughs> but Episode
3: 22. Don't I, you remember? Yeah. <laughs> exactly so.
2: yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. I know they make some bidet type uh, mm-hmm. just things like now. strap
2: onto your bowl, whatever. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Strap onto your bowl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So anyways, where were we at, Ski? He finished his first song. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, Mr. Haha.
3: Yes, the clown exits. Uh, Rose knows that Dorothy hasn't touched her uh, ha ha dog. And then uh, Ro- uh, Dorothy probably responds by smashing her hand down onto it. All right. Saying, mm-hmm. you know, now I've touched it. <laughs> uh, Rose, of course, you know, realizing that uh, her friend is unhappy, says that, you know, Dorothy isn't having any fun. Uh, and Dorothy responds, am I that transparent? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rose points out that, you know, her friend had often complained that birthdays you know, just aren't fun and they're kind of dull and such, and uh, she wanted to throw her a party that had, you know, colors and fun.
0: I would think that, I don't know, again, just going back to, like, there are so many other options to make somebody's so birthday many, fun yeah. <laughs> than to go to a child's place, but...
3: This was definitely a Rose moment, yeah. As far as picking uh, the venue,
0: yeah, it was one of her low moments in a way. But she, her-
3: like, like Brent said, she seems to be loving it.
0: Yeah, again, yeah. I guess going back to that, Rose, Rose seems to be having the time of her life. So,
3: but at this point, Rose starts lamenting her choice and says that you know she's ruined Dorothy's birthday, and she must hate her. Uh, immediately throwing herself a bit of a pity party. But then Dorothy kind of, I won't say protests, but, like, says, no, no, no. She sees, like, Rose is actually on the verge of tears, basically, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was nice that Dorothy tried to turn it around. Um, I got to put a little bit of blame, though, on Dorothy and and Blanche for this whole situation. Because you should have been able to get there and be like, hey... I appreciate the sentiment, but let's go. This isn't <laughs> going to work out. Not like yeah. let's sit down you and watch some of the and, show. Yeah. With literally, it didn't even look like there's other parents there. It mm-hmm. looks like it's only children <laughs> yeah. and then them. Um, definitely feels like I they were. I saw other parents. There, there. might have been some, but it was
3: definitely a large children. Yeah, there audience. were definitely
0: whole tables of just children as well. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, And there was definitely no other adults that appeared to be there without children. Yeah. So.
3: Well, yeah, Dorothy says, of course, that she doesn't hate her and that, you know, they're, they're actually okay and things are you know, going all right. It just kind of had to grow on her a bit. Right. <laughs> uh, and then she continues saying that, you know, both she and Blanche are having a good time. Blanche adds, who wouldn't have fun eating a foot long Mr. Ha Ha dog and drinking a 32 ounce? And then Rose kind of finishes for her cherry burpee.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the cherry burpee. Yeah.
3: Rose says that if you drink three of them, you get to keep Mr. Ha Ha's hat. But Dorothy says that if you drink that many, you should be able to keep Mr. Ha Ha's kidney. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it would certainly be a lot of sugar to process through in the course of one meal to what, 96 ounces. ounces? Yeah, so. I'm
3: guessing the burpee, maybe it's like slushy or something, yeah, maybe? Yeah,
0: it seems like it. Yeah. Seems like if you really wanted the hat, I, I guess you'd just I dump know. after slushy, um, at least one of them. I think it would just be a cherry
2: soda. Because soda so. makes you burp. Mm, yeah, oh, that's it's true. Good point. That's but good even point. still, I mean, three of those is yeah. a lot to drink in the course of a meal. <laughs> exactly. So. I can't imagine there's a diet cherry burpee.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Probably not. No one says ha-ha to a diet. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. <clears throat>
3: uh, door, uh, the clown returns now and says, you know, it's time for the Mr. Ha-Ha birthday roundup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he begins to call, you know, the names of the birthday kids on this, in the audience uh, for everyone to come up on stage. At this point, Dorothy uh, turns to Rose, says, "Please say you didn't do this." Right before, of course, her own name is called. Then she starts to choke Rose. <laughs> Obviously, not like really choke her, but
2: yeah. But still, it's elder abuse. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, it continues. Right. Yeah. Now it's all physical. Uh, Rose, you know, Blanche kind of her off of her as uh, Mister. Haha actually approaches them, realizing that you know she must be Miss Dorothy's act. Uh, he convinces her to reluctantly come up on stage with the other birthday kids, which there are only two Bobby, who is seven, and Jeannie, who is nine. And before he can uh, say Dorothy's age, uh, she threatens to, quote, punch his heart out with a... S- <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think she just says, I'll, I'll, punch I'll punch your, your heart, heart out, out, Mr. Haha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with a very sour face. I don't know how you punch someone's heart out. I mean, would you have to, like, punch it literally out of their it, chest? It would have through to be, like, or a or Mortal combat move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get over here! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be an impressive feat, uh, to say the least.
3: It would put an odd spin on uh, all Gold Girl episodes going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the time yeah. you killed a clown by <laughs> tearing its heart out?
0: Right, in front of a bunch of children.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs>
2: Picture it, Mr. Ha Ha's. Yeah. <laughs> 1987. <I think laughs> yeah.
0: She
3: would instantly win the power struggle in that relationship.
0: Oh, yeah. You mean like as far as the household? The girls, yeah. You know.
3: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, he simply continues that you know Dorothy is the oldest, and therefore she gets to lead the birthday parade. Uh, he gives her a silly little hat, looked mm-hmm. like the old timey hats, like uh, the I don't want to say Pavarotti. What's what's the clown? Like the sad clown?
2: Oh, um, not Palucci. It's Poliacci or something. Pagliacci. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah he, I remember pictures of him. He's got like a yeah, similar hat, exactly. And uh, anyway. Yeah. So she gives him the silly hat, and uh, they do a short lap around the room with the other two kids falling behind her. Mm-hmm. But following yet another threat to Mr. Ha-Ha, uh, he, she says, you know, if you keep this going, you know, I know what what, what your car you drove in or something, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wraps up the parade, and everyone returns to their seats. Uh, he then announces that, you know, all the birthday kids get a free Ha-Ha Hot Fudge Cake. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Ha-Ha Hot Fudge something Cake? Something like
0: Something, yeah, I believe so.
3: Uh, Dorothy declines Saying no no She's had enough And then Mr. Ha Ha Again comes over to her And kind of calls her out In front of the crowd By gleefully But sarcastically Suggesting that At her age Adults could be A bit cranky A real pain in the ha ha
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, That was
0: probably Mr. Ha Ha's best line
3: <laughs> And uh That she should just Lighten up Eat the cake And make a wish <laughs> Uh, they all kind of blow out their candles, and Mr. Haha says he hopes everyone gets what they wish for. At this point, Dorothy continues the violent, sh- you know, violent uh, threats. She picks up her fudge cake in a threatening way and asks if he's sure that he wa- that he wants everyone to get their wish. He snaps back in a hushed voice uh, that he is connected to a good lawyer, and that, that would not be a very adult action to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that would probably technically be assault. Um, I guess it depends. Probably two. I believe
3: battery. I think assault is any time like assault is like a lower uh, charge. I believe like verbal assault and stuff. Oh, okay. Battery well, is when you actually physically touch something or somebody.
2: So I think it's assault with cake, but when you add the hot fudge, it becomes battery. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> possible burns, right? Exactly. Exactly. What if he's allergic to something on there? One of the ingredients. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's well, then Mr. that would definitely parfait, parfait come up. He's got an allergy. Attempted murder. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Dorothy agrees. You know, say, yeah, that wouldn't be a very adult thing to do. Mm-hmm. So she puts the cake back down. Uh, but then the little boy Bobby comes over and gets Mr. Haha's attention. Mm-hmm. And as the clown kind faces to turn or fa- turns to face him, Bobby plants his cake right into the face mm-hmm. of uh, Mr. Haha. Yeah. The boy then turns over to the girls and says happy birthday Dorothy yeah and that was my favorite line actually yeah. okay because yeah. of that, I just thought it was perfect time. you
0: mean of that particular um no
3: that was a favorite of the entire episode oh okay. happy birthday
0: Dorothy favorite yeah
3: line? simple line yeah. but it was really just the context of what had just happened
0: wait well, yeah, I was certainly well delivered and <laughs> um yeah. you know it, it was out of the four I don't know I guess we'll maybe we can rank them at the end yeah. um but uh it wasn't the worst of the four, but I don't know if it was. I don't think it was the best of them
2: either. It featured my favorite line too, just a bit about the hot dog being a buck seventy nine. Oh, okay. I just <laughs> got a big kick out of that. Um, I also got a big kick out of their plumber being Mister Ha Ha. Oh
0: yeah, yeah we, I guess we can just go ahead and since we're going, through, since it has this uh, anthology style, yeah. we'll go over our guest stars yeah. as we go through them. But yeah, Mister Ha Ha, he was played by Alan Blumfield, yeah. and um, and as Brent alluded to, he was also. In a prior episode, is that asshole plumber who mm-hmm. basically said that the girls weren't yeah. uh, wouldn't be capable of doing their own, you yeah. know, plumbing work. Yeah. Uh, it was second motherhood was the episode that he had been. in Preliminarily,
3: he was almost right. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: yeah, but they did manage it they in pull, that one. They pulled it out in the end. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Only they had access to Mister Fixit.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> and then the uh, child in this one was a uh, Jeffrey Weber. Um, this was his a lot only of
3: credits for that guy. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he def,
0: definitely had a, a storied acting career. This, and I think he was in some sort of a behind-the-scenes thing of Roseanne, yes. <laughs> like, like archive. Or the footage. Roseanne <laughs> Barr show. Yeah, like, I think
3: it was like maybe a talk show. Roseanne maybe young had John Goodman.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, it seems like it must have been something where he was. Maybe gonna be in the show because it was like archive footage, like gotcha. maybe behind the scenes stuff. But he didn't make the cut to the gotcha, real show. Gotcha. But he still got his credit for being exactly. in the archive footage.
2: Jeffrey Weber, the poor man's Johnny Galecki. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder if he looks back at me. He's like, oh man, just one, you know, <laughs> yeah, one little turn of fate, and I could have been dating Kaylee Cuoco for a while. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, anyways, but yeah, it was a solid, um, solid one appearance though. As yeah. far as like if you're gonna have one actual acting credit. You know, not a bad one to have. Is yeah. on the Golden Girls with a solid line to finish one yeah. part of the,
2: an anthology. You mentioned that, I, you know, just a simple twist of fate. He could have been dating Kaylee Coco or whatever. Mm. Um, Natalie Portman published a book a few weeks back or whatever. You know, I mentioned to my wife, I was like, you know, if she keeps this up, she's going to be out of my league.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so
3: published author and everything now, right? how,
0: how many books does a lady need to publish when you consider her to be above your standards? <laughs> Just it <saying. laughs> so, This being the goddess of thunder. <laughs> this, exactly. And I mean,
3: princess of a, a planet. Oh, that's true. Yeah,
0: yeah. So... She was a princess of a planet. Yeah, Naboo. Amidala. She was queen. Oh, queen. That's right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was probably princess before that. She was queen. We just then didn't she, see her. And then she got upgraded a senator. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, I mean, when you when it's a galactic senator, I think it's an upgrade. Gotcha. If it's uh if it's the senator on just your planet, then well,
2: I assume she was just the planet senator from Naboo. Like planets were like states, and every planet got two senators.
0: But wouldn't you say a senator would be above a mayor or a governor? I mean, because that would be essentially the comparison there. I would say that governor Trumps senator. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it depends. I mean, a senator, a governor does have more direct impact over the state, yeah. but a senator can have more impact over the country. Yeah. Uh,
3: so I don't know. You could
2: go either way. Irregardless, what I did not like about this whole um, little story is the fact that I still don't understand why it's a story about a time they had three birthday cakes.
3: I'm thinking it was the three because each of the child children had a birthday cake.
2: That just seems like a weird way to introduce a story. It was. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought
3: that, too, because I, I had the same like problem in my head. I was like, what do I mean? Three? Oh, the kids, too. But it's like,
2: I don't know if, if you get a sheet cake. It's like, remember that time we had 37 birthday cakes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like we had one what? sheet cake. I think
3: it's basically saying, though, because each kid got their individual, and then Dorothy got hers as well. Oh, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so
3: three, one, two, three. It's like two kids and Dorothy.
0: But yeah, like like Brent said, though it's three slices of cake. Exactly. <laughs> not really. It's
3: it's an odd way to say it for sure. But
0: maybe the way they make them is they're each their individual yeah. small cakes, essentially yeah. personal pan pizza. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh,
2: it, you know, since we're talking kind of about fractions, I guess. <laughs> um, We always get back to fractions on this show. Exactly. Or the foil method. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Two of our great passions. Now, like, So I was watching this dude give a presentation about about fractions. And he had a Hershey bar that he was using as his demonstration. And he was like, you know, I've got one Hershey bar. And then I break it in half. And now I've got, you know, two halves of a Hershey bar. Subdividing and everything and using that to illustrate fractions. And I kept... I kept getting confused in my head. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I understood that it was like one Hershey bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and he broke it in two and he had the two pieces. And he's like, now I have the two halves or whatever. And I was like, thinking to myself, I was like, so what if he gives one of those to me? Then do I have one and he has one and it's no longer two halves? Like at what point is it us two separate things and it just becomes one one for each of us.
0: Mm, well, I think you still would be comparing it to the original whole. Um, okay. Because if you're saying of a Hershey bar, you wouldn't yeah. say if someone gave you a chunk of a Hershey bar that yeah. you had a Hershey bar, <laughs> um, you know, I guess, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess if you're really a glass half full kind of a person. Yeah. You can well, be like, I had a Hershey bar at work today. And you really had to one 16th, you <laughs> know, square,
2: well, but. It's like he, he was interviewing for a trainer position and that was his little thing that he was teaching or whatever. And so, you know, he opened up with the chocolate bar thingy or whatever, and and then I just got lost in my own mind thinking about chocolate bars and <laughs> subdividing squares and everything. Next thing I know, fucking eight minutes had passed, and he's wrapping up. And I was like, shit. So I had to rewind the tape and rewatch it.
0: <laughs> I just imagine you being like Homer Simpson skipping through <laughs> chocolate land. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Taking a bite out of a chocolate bunny exactly. that's hopping by. He's like, "This
2: chocolate's on sale." <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, yeah that that is, was an odd part. So yeah. that did wrap up the first of four, uh, four mini stories. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So then we return to the present. We see uh, the girls in the kitchen, of course, again, uh, <laughs> smiling about the funny memory. Uh, Sophia says that she wishes she could have been there, but you know, reminds them that she was at the home. <laughs> Blanche asks Sophia, "Now, you know how the cake is probably coming along," and she tells him that it's going great and that she has all the uh, ingredients she needs: coconut, egg, flour, and rum. Uh, Rose asks, "Oh, you're making a rum cake?" Sophia responds, "No," mm-hmm. while pouring herself a tall glass.
0: Yeah, yeah, Sophia's
2: really uh, boozing it up yeah. while making this cake. So maybe because she's making some sort of a coconut cake, there is no icing it's not like a chocolate oh yeah requires yeah ice perhaps be, not so.
0: and maybe that was part of the plan she's like oh we're running behind anyway so I exactly. need something that doesn't need the cool down time exactly so. So. solid plan yeah, yeah. Make a pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> yeah, I think that would probably take a little more than the forty five minutes, at least from what I've heard. I've heard that's a very difficult cake to make. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never, never attempted it, but uh, I'm not much of a
2: baker. Like I said, anything I bake something out of a box. So, Honestly, I just assume you like dump a can of pineapple in the bottom and then just make it, put a cake on top and then bake it. There's, I think, something to the
0: to the process of then being able to dump it from the pan onto mm-hmm. the thing to where it looks. You know, like, gotcha. the way like that, a cake. Like yeah, the exactly. Like stuff. the way that. Uh, they oh, look so you flip it back
2: over and the pineapple becomes on top? I think so. Yeah. Fancy. Uh, I I'm think that's sure why it's upside down. I,
3: I am not a baker at all. We,
2: like whenever my mom mm. made it, like we just ate it straight out of the baking pan. Oh, okay. Well, see,
0: then you just ate a pineapple cake. There's no upside down. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so she lied to me. Right. Yeah. The first of many. Yeah. <laughs> the pineapple <laughs> right the side up cake. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's that? Pineapple right side up cake. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
3: But so the, now uh, we get to the... Oh, Rose starts talking about how she used to always bake cakes at St. Olaf. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she begins to recount the last cake she made while living there. We, I,
0: I don't know how thorough your your recap is for this next three minutes and 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. Probably the most depressing three minutes and 40 I seconds in Golden ready Girls to say history. That. I mean, I don't know why they felt the need to throw this one in yeah. there, but it was really freaking
2: dark. It, it was.
3: Definitely was an odd follow up to Mr. Ha Ha.
2: Yeah. I'm so glad you said something because I was getting ready to. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, you can go ahead. So tell us what he. I mean, depressing like I said, I don't know how. So. Uh, how now you stole my thunder.
3: Is. I was gonna get ready to, you know, ruin the days of all our listeners, but <laughs> yeah. now they're primed. All right,
2: get your <laughs> tissues handy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> About to get dark up in here.
3: So uh, Rose, you know, is in her old kitchen at her old house in Saint Olaf. Uh, she is lighting some candles on a cake, which she is placing the center of a round table in her kitchen. Uh, she then ducks out a door, only to turn back around and come back in a few seconds later. Uh, she strolls into the room casually, and then turns to see the cake and acting surprised, she says, "Oh, my birthday! I completely forgot." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she decides to uh, blow out the candles before the volunteer fire department shows up. Uh, all all along, she's talking to herself.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, she starts talking about how you know one of the firefighters you know loves making a siren sound with his nose before you know she hushes herself up, and ends the story you know to get on with it. Yeah. So that shows, I think, that the, you know, uh, in, uh, elder abuse that you call it, right?
0: Well, I don't think of the time elder abuse because she wouldn't have been that elderly. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you get the impression that she has been and Charlie may have been a great lover, uh-huh. you know, uh, of Epic <laughs> Proportions. Yeah. But um, he was, just as his, her current roommates are, he was definitely emotionally abusive. Exactly. Shut up, Rose. You
2: know, 50 years of shut up, Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, she should, she earned the right to tell her stories.
1: Right, yeah. To speak her truth. I <laughs> mean, the fact is,
0: she's, she, I mean, Ski hasn't quite got to this point, but we do learn that she is essentially talking to herself, but also talking to her dead husband, exactly. Charlie, throughout this. And it definitely leads us to believe if she's telling herself to shut up, she knows that's what would be coming from her husband had he actually been there.
2: Exactly. And obviously, you know, it's her first birthday alone since her husband died, so her kids are nowhere to be found. (laughs) uh, Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Why would
3: they be there for that?
2: Well,
0: especially because, you know, you you think they'd be there enjoying all the wealth that their father had acquired. By <laughs> successful business. So. They, they thought he had you Right. Well, she actually does they give
3: a little bit of an explanation. It was the this. kitchen
2: of a one percenter. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, she blows out the candles and then starts talking about how her little act of mm-hmm. leaving the kitchen, come back in, was a little bit silly. Uh, she begins to talk to her deceased husband, Charlie, as you said, about how this is her first special day uh that she's had to spend without him. And she actually, uh, she does go on to say, you know, she's kind of mimicking their s- solitary, like, small birthday mm-hmm. uh, breakfast that you would used to do. Okay. So I think that's why it would just been the two of them anyway. Okay. Well, fair why enough. the kids then. weren't there.
0: I'll give the kids a small pass. Maybe the kids small. showed up later that night for her more yeah. typical birthday celebration. Yeah. Although I think she says, that well, the kids have moved out, but I don't know if she said they moved away, but they've at least moved out at that point.
3: They're two two blocks over, Al. (laughs) They can't be expected to come over for this. But yeah, it's the first uh, special day, like a special event that she's had to spend without him since he passed. She says, you know, if it had been Christmas, she would have likely hung his stocking up. Uh, If it was his birthday, she would have still probably gone to get him a tie.
2: So I'm sorry, so if it's her birthday, Charlie has to make love to her for two hours and then make a cake?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, maybe he uh, maybe they put it on a real low heat and he k- bakes the cake for two
2: hours. <laughs> put it in the crock pot, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> before they went to bed the night before. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's. Uh, I would imagine that would. The one thing Rose would have to say is that once Charlie died, she must have had so much free time. Huh? Like it must have been amazing. Like how Sorry. much. Like, wow, I never know I could get so much accomplished in a day, but... (laughs) or at least
3: a lot more sleep. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. when
0: I cut out seven hours of (laughs) lovemaking, it really opens things up.
3: (laughs) The end of the chafing, right? Uh, Right, yeah.
2: (laughs) Exactly. She's probably just now getting some feeling back in her nethers. (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So she struggles to kind of tell her husband, admitting to herself out loud in, in reality that she is uh, planning to sell the house and move away from St. Olaf. Right. Uh, she talks about, you know, the, how the winters are very harsh in that area and uh, mentions even moving likely to Miami. She continues that no matter where she ends up, she knows that he'll be with her and that she loves him and she misses him. And, of course, this is the tearjerker part. She goes, goes on and she cuts the cake and says, you know, lastly, since, you know, it's her birthday, you know the rules – I get the rose, mm-hmm. and she cuts out uh, a little piece with her with like rose frosting decoration on
0: right. it. Right <coughs> now, is it ha, is it that point that she tells her dead husband that she's moved to Miami? That was right before she got right it. Right before that. Right before the she got cut The it. cake okay. part yeah. was at the very end. Okay. Yeah. So then that that concludes our second <laughs> of yes. the four. No, no. Yes. The, the, the happiest of the videos. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, the most depressing portion of the show to this point, I think. Um, Agreed. So, and it also paints roses having some serious issues (laughs) Um, like
3: this is how she got into grief counseling I'm guessing yeah
0: apparently so (laughs) Um, maybe that's what led her down that road is that Mm -hmm. she's like hey I went through eight months of dealing with this plus however long it took her to sell her house and make the final move down to Miami I guess based on what we've learned though Charlie must have died in, like, January. Yeah, we,
3: I did the math, too. She said eight months. But then she even talks about how, you know, it wasn't Thanksgiving or, or Christmas. Right. So, at least eight months back before all that.
0: Right. So, it would have had to be after Christmas. Um, and she wants to get out of of Minnesota before the next winter. Yeah. So, it would have to be pretty early and in the year. And it looks
3: bright and sunshiny out. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's just sunny. Oh, yeah. Cool I mean, there are or, sunny
0: days even during the winter. But, um, but yeah, I would assume that... If Charlie died in January, or probably January, then we'd be talking September at this point, and she'd yeah. have about a month to get the house sold or so. Yeah, she says really she, she, to say she wants cold. to
3: be gone before the next winter. You said it, yeah. right?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. right? Anyway, so now we move back yeah. to the kitchen.
3: Back to the present. Yeah, the girls are sitting at the table uh, still as Sophia continues to work on the cake. Uh, she mentions uh, that it needs a, a pinch of baking soda as she adds several spoonfuls yeah. <laughs> of that to a bowl. Dorothy comments that it looked like, quote, an awfully big pinch. <laughs> Sophia also asks, uh, who cares? And then takes a big drunk, uh, drink of her uh, rum from her cup. Uh, Rose suggests that maybe she sit down, and Sophia says that she is sitting down, but she was not. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: uh, Blanche guides Sophia over to the table to sit her down, but Sophia insists that she's fine and says that you know she wouldn't want to ruin Roberta's milestone birthday. Uh, Rose points out that she's turning 88, not like 80 or 85 or 90 or mm-hmm. anything like that. Sophia you know, clarifies that after 80, every year without a headstone is a milestone.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite lines also. that, that
3: Yeah, that was a, that was a strong runner-up for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rose comments that she thinks that her milestone birthday was when she turned 50. And then Dorothy kind of reminisces and says, Ma, I remember your 50th. Uh, They were supposed to apparently attend a party, but Sophia was fighting with her husband. And then she, uh, Dorothy, begins to tell a story, but as she's kind of set in the scene, Sophia stops her and says that she is the one that tells the stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we have have another flashback. Uh, Now we are shown a living room, but we hear Sophia arguing uh, with her husband, Salvador, from their bedroom. So right now, no one's in the scene. Uh, then Dorothy knocks and announces herself from the front door. Mm-hmm. Sophia then leaves the bedroom, comes to let uh, a young Dorothy in. A sexy Dorothy. Yeah, she was good looking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the banners were really well done, too. Oh, like yeah. She, she definitely captures the Dorothy's oh, know, yeah. a- attitude and banners yeah. and stuff. Lenny Green,
2: she's my MVP.
0: Yeah, well, she's a, she actually appears in total. She has, I just, again, kind of going along the theme of going through i know we're not at the end of this one just yet but uh she was played has 38 titles to her name but mostly as a writer or producer Mm -hmm. but she actually appeared in a total of four episodes as young dorothy so we'll get to see her a few more times Mm -hmm. um and then uh the voice of uh sid melton is sal's voice Mm -hmm. um and he's been in like 165 things with uh eight episodes of this one of those is don the fool um mm-hmm. but i'm assuming the other seven are all as i believe the other seven are all as Sal. Sal. so yeah, I, I don't know if he ever gets on screen or if it's always a voice off screen
2: i think we see him on do screen. do we yeah so,
0: and then he was in 93 episodes of the danny thomas show and 31 episodes of captain midnight but ski probably remembers him best as a <laughs> fingers from a shadow of the thin man in 1941 nice so.
3: <laughs> i've seen shadow of the thin man
0: oh have you really yeah oh well, very nice i, I I picked the most obscure-sounding thing that I saw on there. Point so. the fingers at me, but <laughs>
3: the fingers go to rent. Yeah, yeah wow.
2: No. Um, I've seen the whole Thin Man series hmm. uh, with Nick and Nora Charles. No idea. They're really, really good.
0: Hmm. I have to check it out sometime.
2: Mm-hmm. They were um, back at the time when
0: alcoholism was funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a lot of things that used to be funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. No, it's a seriously good franchise. Hmm. I hardly recommend it. I'll definitely, definitely put it on my uh, radar, at least. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't much care for it when they had their son. No. Oh, okay. Like, it was this married couple who solved crimes or whatever, Nick and Nora.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they had a little dog named Astra, who was fun. But when they had their little son with them, it wasn't as fun. Oh, okay. But I think, like, the last one, they may have just shipped him off to
0: boarding so school. So
3: was Fingers, like, a normal mm-hmm. cast member?
0: No I, no. I think it even said he was uncredited for that oh. role. So, yeah. Yeah. No,
2: he was probably just some hoodlum from crime they were investigating. Whatever.
3: Oh. Well, Sophia, as I said, enters uh, or opens the door and a young Dorothy comes in and she immediately asks her mom why she isn't ready, that they'll be late for the party. Sophia sarcastically asks what you know what she has to celebrate, her miserable, miserable marriage or the fact that she'll be leaving her husband. Uh, Dorothy responds, you know, you and Pop had a fight. Sophia quips back, you love show off that college education, don't you? <laughs> that was also a good line, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Dorothy asks, you know, what they're fighting about. Sophia and Sal, you know, her husband Salvador, keep uh, fighting verbally back and forth through the door while Dorothy tries to kind of play referee between the two. Well, we find out that uh, while everyone thinks Sophia is 48, Sal had apparently unearthed some documentation showing that, you know, there was a paperwork error when she entered the U.S. that she's actually 50.
0: Yeah, she must have been in the U.S. for a long time. I mean, she talks a lot about her days back in, um, you know, back in... Uh, mm-hmm. Cicely. Sicily, yeah. And you would think that she was old enough when she came over that she should have realized that she was two years older <laughs> than what year she was born
2: in. I mean, she was a marrying age yeah. then. It's obviously, I mean, it could have been Well, they
0: talk a little she talks about how,
3: you know, her marriage to Sal was arranged. Yeah, yeah. And in it was a from recent Sicily, episode. Yeah.
0: So it's. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she would have been an adult more or less yeah. when she came over and didn't realize that all that time. Like, oh wait, I was actually born in nineteen whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I
3: can I can imagine the uh, paperwork error was made before when she lived in Sicily, maybe, mm-hmm. and just was never corrected when she came to the U.S. But they really make it sound like the error was made when she came to this yeah. country. Well, she she so got so off the boat at Ellis Island. A <laughs> yeah. Well, he found yeah he found uh, documentation with a different year. I think he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
0: it's a little bit of a stretch, but... Yeah,
3: it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we find out uh, that uh, he found some documentation, and it was mm-hmm. an error, mm-hmm. and uh, Dorothy is basically confused as to why this is such a big deal to her. Mm-hmm. And Sophia tells her daughter, I gave that man the best years of my life, and he just stole two more.
0: Yeah, I like that line.
3: Uh, she talks to Dorothy about, you know, explaining why she was upset, ex- citing that she still had... Uh, which she thought she was forty-eight. She still had time to dream about completing more in her life before she reached fifty. But now, you know, she's there, yeah. And uh, she's not accomplished anything. But Dorothy corrects her by reminding her that you know she's a mother and she raised three kids during the Depression and always kept food on the table. She's had two jobs as long as she can remember, but was still always somehow around for their, for her kids, and that she helped Dorothy specifically through college, you know, financially, and even when she wanted to drop out, you know moralistically uh... to keep with it and uh... even when she wanted to give up she says they could they could go on and on for with more examples till morning but uh... she's done so much and then we uh... actually hear sal pipe up from the other for the bedroom start to say you know he be to compliment her also and tell her how great she is and how beautiful she is and how mm-hmm. you know she's i think he even says as beautiful as when i met you right yeah
0: yeah, there was one other little line in there where she was talking about a, uh, an, uh, I think he said something about plucking hairs. Um,
3: oh, that, I did leave that out. You're right, yeah.
0: About a wart between her when eyebrows. With they're the still mole. fighting. Mole, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she says that it's a beauty mark. And he says, oh, Sophia Loren, it's a beauty mark. On you, it's a wart. Um, <laughs> and that was a, a solid one from off screen.
3: Well, her and somebody else. Do you remember who else he says?
0: I don't remember now. So now a, it's
3: another—it's an actress or yeah. actor or something, but it was—it was basically an insult. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at this point, he's you know, turned his uh, attitude around. Starts calling her, telling her how she's beautiful, and uh, Sophia walks up to the door and asks Salvador to kind of open up and you know hurry up. We're we're going to be late to our party. Uh, we at this point, like you said, we never see Salvador, but she does repeatedly yell at the door. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe that's the door in Salvador.
0: Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Wah, wah. Yeah, that. <laughs> sorry that was bad. Uh, the door opens up <laughs> and she enters. <laughs> and I don't then, like uh, this
2: precedent where we apologize for the bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of
0: apologizing. Yeah, really. These podcasts are going go to go to two and a bad. half hours. Isn't exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh,
3: but Dorothy then, you know, kind of is gathering up her things, and she kind of yells at her mother to hurry up. Uh, Sophia hollers back. That uh, they'll be there in about an hour. Mm -hmm. And then corrects herself and says, make that two hours. (laughs) Um, And then we
0: find out that she doesn't show up at all.
3: Yeah, Dorothy kind of smiles and exits, kind of quietly wishing her mom, happy birthday, Ma. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we return to the present. The girls are all sitting at the table. And like you said, we hear that Sophia never actually even made it to the party, leaving a bunch of people disappointed that they didn't show up. But Sophia mentions that uh, she and Sal were not among the disappointed that day. (laughs) Blanche asks that the cake might be ready, but Sophia says, it'll be ready when it's ready. Uh, then Blanche says, you know, it doesn't really matter because surprise parties don't really ever turn out right anyway. Mm-hmm. Rose protests, say, citing a surprise party they threw for Blanche uh, shortly after they moved in, saying, you yeah, know, it kind of worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we have our final flashback. We see Dorothy uh, entering the kitchen telling Rose that she just got back from uh, buying Blanche's cake. At this time, Rose is currently putting the finishing touches on a cake she just baked for Blanche. Right. Obviously, Dorothy's a little upset by this, you know. But Rose tells her that you know, where she comes from, most people don't won't eat a store bought cake.
0: Right, because they're pretentious assholes, apparently. Yes.
3: <laughs> but Dorothy tells her, you know, where you come from, most people live in windmills and make love to polka music.
0: Yeah, I, I like that line, and then I think uh, Rose, you know, basically confirms. <laughs> that- yeah, she
3: just smiles, you know, and says. That she's making her home sick. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I can't imagine making love to polka music. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. It doesn't seem like it has the right rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: you
2: guys aren't listening to the right polka.
0: Is music uh, typically a part of either of your love lives? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah.
2: It, I put on my copy of Jock Jams Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: like, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I hope that like is your, is your last song do you try to time it out so that we are the champions exactly come <laughs> exactly 80 minutes
2: of pleasure and a big finale <laughs> yeah
0: I don't think that I don't know that I've ever had sex specifically to music in the background yeah. I'm not saying it's mm. never been on but I don't think I've yeah. ever put it on like yeah. as like part of the mood setting mm-hmm. agenda, but I, I could be wrong. Um, I declined
3: so. to answer on this one. <laughs>
0: Why do you decline to answer? You either do or you don't. Uh I
3: don't know. I, I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's a really like this is probably one of the least things you've talked about <laughs> toys and other things that are far that more salacious and that now you're true. like I'm not gonna tell you if we use music.
3: <laughs> I don't know, I guess from time to time it happens, but yeah, it's not like a planned thing. Oh, okay. um,
2: So, like, when I was in high school, I had, um, you know, like, if I was, you know, wooing a young lady, Mm -hmm. um, my go-to album was a Clapton Slow Hand album. Oh, really? That's what I would always, you know, pop into the tape deck there and listen to. Uh, So now, when you're saying... that point.
0: Oh, okay. So, but it wasn't like, okay, we're, you know, going to the boudoir. It was kind of more like you were trying to set the mood to hope. For good things to happen. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Okay, so, um, so like, like as we were sort of like getting close to you know wherever we were going to be parked at. Um, I'd pop it in because um, that—that's the album. It starts off with cocaine, you know, which I not romantic, <laughs> but it also sort of throws them off. Or the most romantic, <laughs> so like they don't, like they don't suspect anything, mm. you know. And then like you know, we would arrive at our destination, and then track two is wonderful tonight, mm. and then you know it's sort of you know whatever, and then track three is lay down Sally, and then after that it's just sort of like you know sort of acoustic, folky rock type songs or whatever. So it always worked well for me. How many how many uh, ladies did you? Take? up to make out point <laughs> i mean this is a definitely discuss. a planned out
0: schedule here
3: well
2: i think it was just an inadvertent discovery oh, on okay. my part like not planned or anything but you know the first time it sort of happened like that i was like oh that worked out kind of well hmm. you know and then every you know,
3: date from here on out
2: yeah yeah it was just sort of you know my thing <laughs>
0: so they're like a little club did you give out a t-shirt or whatever (laughs) like (laughs) i heard eric clap
2: exactly the t-shirt i shot out of a cannon that's where i got the idea for jock james volume Uh two
0: (laughs) (laughs) so the one is to get him in the mood and the other one's to close the deal (laughs) exactly exactly
3: were any of the girls ever named sally
2: no (laughs) No.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a, a really odd answer. I'm, you're like, well, that wasn't her Christian name, but. <laughs> exactly.
2: exactly. Well, sometimes Salvatore went by Sally. Fair enough. You're, not, well, you're a, a cosmopolitan man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so. but I draw the line at Aston to mouth. <laughs> No, yeah, I think that's a, a fine time. distinction either way. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: no, no, none of, um, yeah, no. Technically, none of them named Sally. For what it's worth,
0: I would not look down at you, look down on you at all. If um, you know you swung both ways, mm-hmm. I would probably look down on you if you told me that you were a regular ass eater.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> or at the very
0: least, I no would more kisses. look sideways.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um,
3: maybe not
2: down, but, uh, you know. Yeah, It's like, you kiss me goodbye with that mouth?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, so after uh, Rose's uh, comment that she's getting homesick, the doorbell rings, and it is Sophia. But she shouldn't even be there. She shouldn't have left uh, Shady Pines, because she's still supposed to be recovering from a stroke at this point. Right. Uh, Dorothy tells her that, you know, they're throwing a surprise party for Blanche and kind of directs her to go hang out uh, with the other guests on the lanai. Mm -hmm. And then she immediately has to uh, explain to her mother that the lanai is the porch. (laughs)
0: Right, yeah. Uh, Lanai is certainly a word I'd never heard prior to the Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a word I've ever heard someone use other than in the Golden Girls or in reference to it. Correct, Um, yeah. Yeah, I I did think it was funny, though. Well, I didn't think it was funny, but I had to look up because she said, oh, excuse me, Crystal Carrington. Yeah. Which I didn't know. The name sounded familiar. Um, She's a singer, right? No, actually, it's a a character from Dynasty.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Crystal Carrington is also, like, when I looked it up, uh, there she had several credits as a as an artist.
0: Well, I believe that uh, the so one she's referring to is Linda Evans. Oh, I bet you're right. I bet I just you know it would have been a very hoity-toity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very
3: pretentious kind of.
2: Right. Yours so was, like, was probably like some rapper who named himself Crystal Carrington.
0: Possible. It's <laughs> very possible. Yeah.
3: <laughs> funny thing google does right
0: yeah well we'll see if like her next episode is she talks about the weekend or (laughs) some other um, yeah
3: you guys are talking about the rapper right right, yeah (laughs) Uh, blanche enters uh clearly upset you know after uh uh sophie had already gone to the lanai she enters clearly upset and started heading to room dorothy and rose were going to allow her to just walk back there uh but uh she you know explains to them that uh Whenever she enters upset, it is their responsibility to uh, pull out the info and find out what's going on, what's right. wrong, and then discuss it with her. Uh, she tells them that uh, today is her birthday, which, at this point, they weren't supposed to know. Rose had figured it out somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like it wouldn't be that difficult of a piece of information for her to have discovered, but I guess if somebody was really sensitive about it, then yeah. maybe they never would have. Well, yeah, she, had,
3: it. she adds that she hates birthdays, and but what well, she hates more, surprise parties. Which of course they're playing a surprise party <laughs> right, for, right? Yeah, him.
0: yeah, in the midst of it.
3: So, uh, but today, you know, they threw her a surprise party at work, and it made her so upset that she nearly, uh, you know, threw up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rose even says something like, "Oh, do you hear that, Dorothy? When she has a surprise party, <laughs> it makes her want to throw up." Yeah, <laughs> very, uh, very, you know, over the top, basically. Uh, Dorothy concerned and Rose are clearly concerned, knowing that you know they've planned such a party currently, and. Got people there even. Uh, Blanche tells him that you know birthdays are just a reminder of getting older and grayer and saggier. Uh But you know she notes that she hasn't gotten any older, but can't really imagine eventually having to look like either of them.
2: Right. <laughs>
3: Which is yet another slap in the face.
2: Yeah. Dorothy's like, once again, I was in her corner until the very end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: she does say something like, you know, if you don't, if you talk like that more, you won't have too many more birthdays, right? Yeah. yeah. Sophia then enters the room and Blanche asks, you know, why she's there. Sophia, of course, just blurts out uh, that she's there for the party. (laughs) i say Blanche, you know, then starts getting upset despite the fact that Dorothy kind of tries to shut her mother up. Yeah. Uh, The girls then, you know, kind of the cat's out of the bag. They admit it, but they offer to cancel the party and let her have a quiet evening and send all the people home.
0: Now, there was a little reference in there when they're trying to, you know, make it seem like, I mean, I guess they're trying to. Maybe get Sophia to play along with mm-hmm. the fact that they're, you know, she's not supposed to know about this party, but, you know, I'm assuming they're playing up the stroke part of it as to why she would remember it was. Um, but Sophia says, What am I, Francis Farmer? There is a party out there, um, mm-hmm. which I-, I had never heard the name Francis Farmer before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, I tried to look that up. It's a, it's kind of a dark reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so Explain
3: because yeah. I did not look that one up. Yeah. So I looked
0: her up and she has some uh, interesting ties to our area, but, um, she was an American actress and television hostess. Appeared in, uh, you know, had a decent career, you know, up to a certain point, um, but that she garnered notoriety for sensationalized of her accounts of her life, especially her involuntary commitment to psychiatric hospitals and uh, subsequent mental health struggles. So she was a, an actress who struggled with mental health quite a bit. Apparently, after she was institutionalized, um, she decided to try to make a, a comeback. I mean, there's even been reports, although the person I think uh, came out and admitted that he was lying, but that she had been lobotomized at at a certain point. Um, That's but, rough. Yeah, but yeah. It sounds like that part was actually not. Uh, that'll
3: put a, that'll put it in your comeback on it. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was. She does uh,
3: a lot more drooling in her lines now.
0: <laughs> but it said that she was uh, diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. So, you know, a serious mental illness, to to be sure, and that at the uh, request of her family, particularly her mother, she was committed to an institution in her home state of Washington where Mm -hmm. she remained a patient until 1950, and then she attempted to come back, mainly appearing as television host in Indianapolis on her her own series, The Francis Farmer Presents, and then uh, that she... Performed in local theater production staged by Purdue University, where Ski you wow. know, is an alum. <laughs> so, so she definitely does have uh, some ties to to our area. And then apparently, she died of uh, esophageal cancer in 1950 or at age 56 in 1970. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, this was a, a pretty dark reference <laughs> for.
3: <laughs> yeah, that goes a lot deeper than I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it's like an actress had serious mental illness <laughs> that she's
2: referencing. Um, would would you like a little fun fact to sort yeah, of lighten certainly. the mood about Francis Bring Farmer? Bring it on, yeah. Um, so Nirvana's final studio album, In Utero, mm-hmm. has a song called Francis Farmer will have her revenge on Seattle, ah. um, because Kurt, uh, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love were big Francis Farmer fans, hmm. and in fact, their daughter, uh, Francis um, uh, Bean, was named after her. Really? Yes. yes. That is pretty interesting. Yeah. So, well... I mean, I can't say things
0: turned out all right, but at least uh, she got a nice in memoriam with yeah, that name. Exactly. I would have loved to have had a Nirvana
2: song about me. Yeah. Other than, you know, dumb.
0: <laughs>
3: or rape me. <laughs>
0: Very true. Very I don't know. But if if that song was written about
2: you, then
3: you know, uh, it
0: might be
2: flattering.
3: Yeah, maybe.
2: <laughs> um,
3: Depends on the uh, rapist. Well, yeah, because Kurt's <laughs> telling
2: somebody to uh, rape
0: him. Yeah, so if it was written about, life it was an, if it was a, a love note to Brent, if yeah. you will, then, he's like, you know, have your way with me. Yeah, I mean, maybe Brent wouldn't want to be thought of as such a callous lover, but <laughs> mm-hmm. at the same time, at least he was thought of. So. Exactly. There you go. There you go.
2: Be thought of as a lover with calluses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's up to your wife. <laughs> so.
3: I don't know how to go after that one.
0: Yeah, well, I guess we'll just finish up the episode yeah, yeah. then.
3: Yeah. All right. So uh, they say, yeah, you know, they can you know, send everybody home. Sophia calls the guests to come out, and then they'll have to leave. But uh, they can all go with her mm-hmm. back to the. I think she said she's going back to Shady Pines, right? right? But uh, Blanche sees, you know, that Rose only apparently invited a collection of men from uh, Blanche's little black book, which. Mm-hmm. I guess her actual address book was a red book.
2: Right.
0: But
3: the black book was by her... Uh,
2: body oil dispenser.
0: Yeah. Hot, hot, hot
3: body oil yeah. dispenser, right?
0: Yeah, well, because you don't want to have cold body oil, so yeah, yeah. that's why you need to have it plugged in. And <laughs> yeah. But
3: uh, Blanche immediately changes her attitude about parties yeah. and surprises and asks the men, you know, open-ended, who wants to be the first to spank me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I-, I will say that none of those men were within shooting distance of attractiveness of Jake.
1: Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> you no, know.
2: but... But Jake was a, you know, a handsome dude. So. He was. He was. But uh, none of those dudes were even as attractive as Alex Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were some goofy-looking bastards. Yeah. I, can't, I, don't, I don't understand why they made the cut for her book.
0: <laughs> well, maybe the book just contained everybody, and those are just the dudes that were available that
1: uh, Rose
2: oh, got a hold of. Rose just called the A's. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> <it> could be. <laughs> so.
3: But uh, some people may have been jaded also. Yeah. The better looking ones, maybe, you know, were strung along late, longer. And, uh, gotcha. You know, they're like, hey, yeah. we're at least the B team, yeah, you know? Right, yeah.
2: Well, one of the dudes looked like he's about
3: 35. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like, why aren't you at work, sir? <laughs> maybe he was an old teacher of Blanche's. We know how that goes. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Help her get that passing grade she needed.
3: <laughs> so. Uh, so then we return to the president. We see the girls again at the table. And Blanche, you know, says that after that party, she loved surprises. Uh, Rose <laughs> follows up with, uh, you know, uh, party in Saint Olaf between uh, Big and Little Sven, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess there was a uh, was it an anniversary for their business or something. Yeah,
0: said it was the, celebrating the first anniversary of the uh, their smoked herring hoagie house. Um, <laughs> when Big Sven, and then they, you know, the, I think the timer rings and they all rush. Yeah, away. the oven
3: bell rings and the girls kind of all rush to get the cake out. Uh, Sophia and Blanche get there first. Sophia removes it and the cake is like a solid block uh dorothy says that you know she likely added too much rum, uh but uh, sophia thinks yeah it won't be a big issue they bring it in the living room anyway and blanche you know following behind him kind of comments that she hopes the (laughs) surprise works because that's what makes it really good yeah uh, when you're really surprised Uh, blanche follows the other girls in the room uh, and they all turn around look at her and yell surprise (laughs) Uh, blanche stares at them confused Even though uh, Blanche's birthday isn't for another week, they are throwing the surprise party early uh, to catch her unsuspecting. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she smiles and laughs. And uh, Sophia then calls the other guests in. Again, all men. Mm -hmm. And then they... uh, forming a conga line. I think the guy in the front's got like a boombox even on his shoulder. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, it was. It appeared to be probably the same group of men that were invited to the party. You know, yeah. uh, a couple years earlier. I guess they did look
3: like uh, return guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, none of them was enough to earn a credit apparently. But uh, I think you have to have a line in order to get a credit yeah. in the episode. They had a conga line on. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You think you need to have a speaking part. Exactly. <laughs> the one the boot box had a line of Coke. It doesn't mean he gets a credit.
1: <laughs>
0: so, and and that, that is the end of it, yes. Right. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, we already gone over the uh, guest stars in that, and I think yeah. hit everybody's favorite line. Um, so, Ski, who was your MVP for this one?
3: Oddly, it was Rose, because she had such a very sad but somewhat touching kind of like a story
2: Buck up Rosie could be the MVP <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah you don't I see don't... a lot of sad in this show so I...
2: yeah I agree oh, I think it's a lot of sad
0: well, well I, think I mean like specifically in general on the series yeah. you don't see a lot yeah. of sad not this episode do you yeah. feel like there's a lot of sad in the series mm-hmm, absolutely mm-hmm. what is it just because the ravages of age yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: a lot
2: of it I mean it's one of those things that I don't know
3: do you mean uh. just on top of like Every every show's kind of got their their plot line where some you know some kind of conflict happens.
2: Yeah, like it's it's just the four of them, mm-hmm. you know, and they have extended family that don't really visit, you know, like they'll pop up periodically, but they also have like these just random friends who they're apparently they're super close with, but yet we never see them again. Mm. Like they're constantly doing stuff and involved in stuff, but yet none of those people are like permanent members of their lives. And you just kind of wonder, like do they just drive them away because of how codependent all four of them are? That could be. <laughs> but so you're talking about
0: like, there's like an underlying sadness that we don't really see discussed in the show.
2: Exactly. Just
0: a sad desperation to their circumstance.
2: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm a, half convinced that's they why got I, each other. I'm half convinced that's why they keep Sophia around, mm. like she's like the canary in that coal mine of <laughs> aging. Yeah, fair enough. I don't
0: think I've ever. <gasps> well, I
3: was saying they don't have a generally depressing story, like outright.
1: Yeah.
0: So you're just. I think we're saying that uh, you're saying the subtext is depressing. Yes. And I think we're just saying that the uh, what's on Front Street isn't quite as depressing as it was in this episode. Correct. At least, at least that three minutes and 40 seconds yeah so Rose got your MVP because yeah. of first sad sack routine how about you Brent
2: uh, Lenny Green
0: Oh, that's right yeah. yeah yeah I don't think that any of the um, any of the four main characters like I didn't like I, I really didn't care for the drunk Sophia mm-hmm. um, subplot yeah. if you will um, the and I didn't bakery yeah so yeah I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with you and go with young Dorothy also cool. um, so so I mean, it, it was a small part, but it's just a really solid small part. Yeah, um, exactly.
2: So. get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: well, I know you say you're a, a, a shower, not a grower, right? Or a grower, not a shower. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, the other way around. But um, So here in our, I believe, fourth anthology episode, um, what? how many slices of cheesecake did this one earn for you? Uh, I gave it a 6.5
3: because I thought oh. it was a pretty good compilation mm-hmm. show. I felt bad after when I was heading here because mm-hmm. I was like, this is my first compilation. I should have broken it down like Brent has, no. and given each one yeah. its own score. Well, this one would yeah.
0: be a little tough because you'd have five scores you'd have to factor in. Yeah. We had four episodes plus the, the uh, bookends, stuff, right? Yeah. So, how about you,
2: Brent? Uh, probably five and a half. Five
0: and a half. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think five and a half is where I'd land as well. I mean, I did like. I, I think this was significantly better than our last anthology the, the christmas one or no the one the sleeping one where they the bedtime stories or whatever it was mm, gotcha where it was just four completely random yeah. um or three completely random things that really could have been better but anyway this one i, I like that it had a very consistent theme that ran through yeah. um i would put it on par with the christmas anthology yeah I can't remember the other one now offhand. Oh, that we—it wasn't as good as uh, when we met. Like that was the that best was anthology the, that was the so far. Of the last season, right? Right. So, but yeah, still five point five. I think cool. solid episode, better than average, but you cool. know, not a contender. Um, I was looking over the scores, and I know several episodes back, you gave one and eight because it uh, uh, endorsed um, immigration. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. And that's definitely gonna jack up the final ratings for the season, I think. <laughs> so, no, but we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, but this episode is not going to be in contention for the top, but it uh, certainly, certainly was a solid one overall. So, anyway, with top, that, top half for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, better than average. Um, so, with that, I guess, uh, stay golden, Coco,
2: and happy birthday,
0: Coco. It, it's Coco's birthday.
2: Yes, it is. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: December ne- fifth. Ne- Uh, the day we're in now or the day this episode aired.
2: The day the episode aired, May 9th.
0: May 9th? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Why didn't you mention that earlier? Because I just now made it up. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> it is my sister's birthday. December, oh, is it? December 5th. Oh, well, right see, now. you should have mentioned that. Oh, today is your actual sister's birthday. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> not your fake sister's
2: birthday?
3: Not my fake sister.
0: <laughs> well, today is your sister's real birthday. I guess real today. Real today is my real sister's birthday.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, fake tomorrow is my fake brother's birthday.
3: So. Well, real tomorrow is Alexis's best friend's birthday.
0: Oh, okay. I'm definitely cutting all this crap out. <laughs>
2: no, keep the bit about me making up it was Mr. Coco's birthday.
0: <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Either way, whether it ends before or this is the final ending, stay golden, Coco. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.